Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, your premier podcast for science fiction media reviews. I'm your host, Anthony. And I'm your other host, Chris. Hi, hi, Chris, and Chris's phone. Yeah, no, I just I realized that it was doing the thing. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, today was actually a very, I don't want to use the phrase busy day. Um, you ever had a task or a project that was actually remarkably easy? but yeah. tedious to the point of like mind numbing uh and it simple, was simple but it's and yeah. it was so mind numbing that you could watch a 2005 direct to dvd dungeons and dragons movie because what i had to do is there's this company of mine as a client of mine uh-huh and they they used to use on-premises after active directory it nerds will know what that is and i had to uh they were trying to edit one of the distribution groups but they couldn't because they no longer have on-prem so I had to recreate the distribution groups in the Office 365 portal. And since they no longer have on-prem, mm-hmm. I couldn't just export out the information. So I had to open up, mm. grab a new tab, and then like double-click on the group inside of Active Directory and just copy and paste things into Office 365. And I could only add 10 at a time or else it'll crash. And Good. I couldn't add them all at once when I was creating the group because there's duplicated email addresses inside of there. So it would, I did it once and I did it for a, a distribution list of 45 accounts. And when I finished, it was like, yeah, I can't create this group because there's a duplicate email. Good. So why were you yeah. trying to set up duplicate? Look, no, this is, no, no, I wasn't trying to do that. No, this it, is, there was a duplicated entry in Active Directory. Somewhere. No, no, I, I understood. I understood. Yeah. So I, I, I'm the IT nerd that understood everything you just said. I was, uh, the, the question, I was, able, I was able to do all that and watch this movie today. This is the closest <laughs> we've come to techno babble in the podcast. This isn't even a Star Trek episode. We're going, this is like oh, the opposite on. of Star Trek. Six minutes? <laughs> this is the I, opposite this, of Star I, Trek. This it's is the fantasy and it's that, low. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, man? How's your day? Same. Same. Radical. Yeah. I uh I also dealt with not not ADFS, but single sign on whatever. Mm. I don't want to get into it. Look, my day was boring. My weekend was good. I accomplished a lot. Uh, I did buy tickets earlier today to see John Wick chapter four, mm. which of course by the time this airs would have been out for a few weeks, but it is coming up. So I, I bought tickets to go see that with my dad. It's gonna be awesome. Your pop watches the John Wick movie. <laughs> Why how does he? he? Uh, how does he? Uh, you know, yeah, I'm not even. Gonna how does know. he? Why would he not watch them? That's it's, you know, just it, I think it conflicts with some of his values. Nah, but uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he like like? Didn't they like ask him if he was going to kill the Pope in the second one? Like, <laughs> but he shows up in Rome. Yeah, and then and he and says like, no. John, are you here to kill the Pope? <laughs> and he just leans in like, nah, not this time. <laughs> why would that have anything to do? My, I'm not Catholic. My no, parents aren't not, Catholic. No, no, it's just everything to do with uh, violence. And oh, yeah. No, it just goes care. against a certain book's commandments. Uh, my shalt, dad's not doing the killing. He's just reveling in it. Thou shalt not kill a dude with a pencil. So. <laughs> it actually says thou shalt not <laughs> kill a dude with a pen. And, but he used a pencil, so he's still bueno. With the, with the pencil. With that pencil. <laughs> Anyways, really excited to see that. Uh, that should be a blast. It's almost three hours long, dude. It's like two hours, 48 minutes or something like that. It's nice. nuts. It's nuts. Plus, so it's a 250. You know I stay through the credits just in case. And, or well, actually, I found a website. 
So I will, when the credits start, I will pull out my phone and check oh, the website. To Media see Stinger, or whatever it's called. It's called aftercredits.com. Oh. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Yeah. And it just says, is there something in the credits? Is there something after the credits? Yes or no? And it'll tell you what it is if you want to click on that as well. But yeah. No, I've so always done that. I've always done Media Stinger. Oh, okay. I've never done that one. Uh, I got yeah, after just, credits. It just says, quick. like, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Shazam during the credits. There are drawings depicting scenes from the movie, followed oh, by see. an extra scene, and then you can click on the spoiler if you want. Oh, see, this one just says yeah. it's like green yeah. or red, and then you can click into it. It yeah. won't tell you anything besides yes or no. If you scroll down a little bit further, there yeah. is a green thing that says you should stay. Oh, yeah, they do. It, it does get ratings from like people mm. saying, hey, is this worth That's whatever. So I may or may not stay. But you know, they, they do like 30, 40 minutes worth of freaking trailers nowadays. Mm-hmm. So movies at seven o'clock, it's not going to start till at least seven thirty. You know, like I'm not getting out of there till like ten thirty. Absolutely crazy. But no, I'm still looking forward to it. It'll be a blast. Awesome. Yeah. Speaking of things that are blasts, Chris, Sonic blasts. <laughs> that would be if we, yeah, if we ever just lose, if we just want to lose all credibility or all sense of self worth, we could just become a Sonic deep dive lore podcast oh i was thinking about the the beverage oh you were talking about the oh sonic blast i'm pretty yeah, sure sonic uh, blast is also a game i'm not uh, no, I, w- sure, I would ne- i would never dishonor myself by playing a sonic game never no, not no. even like the old genesis nope sonics nope. not even like i don't like platformers in general but platforms where you have to go fast in a straight line yeah i don't know if that's really accurate but okay I feel like, I, like we get off topic, but I feel like every time I've ever played any of the Sonic games, especially the two D ones, mm-hmm. I just I just hold the go fast button and then at the, all of a sudden I'm at the end of the, the level. I think the first few, <laughs> I think it starts off like that, but they get more mazy as they go. I'm I'm sure, but yeah, maybe I'm, you should start mazy. <laughs> maybe, maybe I think you're just trying to get people used to the control. It doesn't matter. We're not going to do it. I just don't. We like could review all the cartoons though. I don't like hedgehogs, especially blue anthrop- anthropomorphic. What about echidnas? Echidnas. Is it a hedgehog? No, it's an echidna. I don't hate it. <laughs> it's voiced by Idris Elba. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look, I was trying to segue us into Dungeons and Dragons, Wrath of the Dragon God, uh, which is what we watched this week to continue D&D month. And we got the, uh, you called it straight to DVD. It's actually a straight to sci-fi channel in the year 2005, Dungeons and Dragons, Wrath of the oh. Dragon God. Loose. Loose, me. loose sequel uh, to 2000's Dungeons and Dragons. Wikipedia says Dungeons and Dragons: Wrath of the Dragon God is a 2005 direct to DVD oh, American fine. fantasy adventure film directed by yep. Jerry or Gary. Uh, and then the next, the next paragraph it says the film premiered at the Sci-Fi Channel hey. in October hey, hey. 10th, 2005. Hey man, I'm just we read the first line. No, nope. okay? I read the first line. You know, you know what, you know why that stood out to me. You know why. why? Uh, because that's released on my birthday. I was like, did you see it? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Happy birthday. I know exactly where I was on that day, though. And I was not watching Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I how, wish I had been. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. This movie. Look at this poster, man. It's so epic. Look at the guy who's got a sword, and there's a dragon. I don't think this happens. There's other dragons. There's the logo. Yeah, this is this is great. I love you know, that this is the highest res version of this poster. I'll be honest. Yeah, when I was pulling all the web pages up for our normal research, uh, I, I I typed Dungeons and Dragons Wrath and then immediately pressed enter 
and no. this wasn't the first thing that popped up. Oh, uh, what fact, was it? Yeah, uh, hold on. Uh, I'll do it again. Dungeons and Dragons. Wrath of Ashardalon. Yeah, Wrath of Ashardalon. It's yeah, a it's board a, game. Yeah, book slash board game, apparently. I have it. <laughs> it's in the other room on the Maybe show. Maybe we should have done that instead of watching this. We could do that. We could just yeah. play Wrath of Ashardalon, yeah. which is, uh, I think it's based on fourth, very loosely. It's the little miniatures game or whatever. 2005? Yeah. Well, it came out in 2011. Okay. Sorry, I was thinking of yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie's 05. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's trudge through the facts, shall we? Oh, we shall trudge. Uh, the blurb <laughs> for this movie... Together, four heroes build their own army to retrieve the orb using elemental forces to, to defeat Damador before he summons the sleeping black dragon. All right. <laughs> who are they? Are they just ignoring the priest who gave his... There's five of them, right? I don't know. The king comes to him and goes, we shall get five champions. Because there's the, there's the, the fighter, there's the uh, wizard, there's the priest, there's a rogue, there's a barbarian. Is it? Yeah, five. There's five of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And plus the wizards that are all at home with the really long names. Okay. Well, look, this is a bad blur, but we'll come back around. Uh, it's on IMDb. It's sitting at 4.7 out of 10 star rating uh, with a median score of five. A pretty healthy distribution of, uh, of ratings, mostly sitting around that four, five, six mark. So middling average. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, it is not listed under its American name, hmm. but it's Australian slash European name. I believe it's European as well. Two reviews, nothing on the tomato meter, and a 29% audience score with over 5,000 ratings. Uh, if we click into the critics, we have one rotten, one fresh. So without the amount to actually trigger the tomato meter, we can say it's 50%. Would that be 50% rotten or 50% fresh? How does uh, how's Rotten Tomatoes um, do it when it's right down the middle? They just like don't pay these guys to do the reviews, I guess. <laughs> Letterboxed, 2.0 out of 5 stars. Uh, let's I'm going to read this blurb. Let's see if this blurb gets us somewhere better. Due to a curse from his former master Profion, Damador survived his death by Ridley Freeborn as an undead entity in pursuit of an evil artifact for some hundred years. Okay. So that he might be capable of unleashing unstoppable destruction on Ishmir and the descendants of those who caused his demise. Not bad. It's okay. Like I like how it just goes over the bad guy, which is like, I guess that's fine. That is the whole like the whole intro montage is him doing the thing, as it were. I don't know whose idea this was, Chris. I don't know. I'm but I'm gonna give you the floor. <laughs> I think I it t- was mine. I'm, actually, t- I'm gonna give you the floor. I, I took the floor last week. Give us your thoughts, your opinions, your initial impressions. How did you enjoy Wrath of the Dragon God? So D&D-W-D-G. Um, <laughs> you got a real controversial statement coming okay. out here. I'm coming out hot. All right, all right. I like this movie a lot more than the first one. <laughs> oh, is that controversial? <laughs> I didn't realize that was controversial. I got a couple of notes. Uh, let's see here. Um, one, Party Lost at Teal are pretty early. Very early. Where what happened to the floating cities? Why is he not wearing lipstick anymore? That's actually my first note. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, seriously, uh, in terms of an overall movie, I mean, it, it's pretty. I don't think you'd lose any arguments if you were to say that the first one is a much better looking film. It's probably a much mm. better shot film. 
I, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it had a much bigger budget, twelve yeah, million compared that's to fair. however much the other one had. Yeah, I think this movie's biggest issue is the acting, which is like that's something to say in a in a film like this because I, I think in such a way as to tell a Dungeons and Dragons story, I think this succeeds in a lot of ways that the other one failed. Right? Sure. You've got the big bad evil guy. And, you know, he has his little preamble, you know, does all the stuff that he's supposed to be doing, whatever, steals the orb, the MacGuffin. Yep. Except this MacGuffin actually does something, apparently. And then there's the grizzled veteran who comes out of retirement one more time. (laughs) And then he gets grouped up with a bunch of his, uh, some of his former companions. And you mentioned them. So we have a fighter, barbarian, cleric, rogue. And then a wizard, your, your, your classic tropes. We're, we're missing one trope. There's no dwarf. An, an, an annoying Wayans brother? There's no, I'm just saying there's no dwarfs. There's no dwarf. No, it's fine. Because yes. it, 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 they wouldn't have done it justice anyways. Okay. I mean, I, I assume that Nim is supposed to be a halfling. I thought that at first as well, but he is listed as a human. Oh, fair enough. When I Googled stuff. It just says Nim, a master thief. That's all it says on the, the wiki page. I can disable this but it's going to require ancient rogue secrets and I can't let any of you see. <laughs> Nobody look, seriously. Nobody look. Everyone turn around. I'm being for real. <laughs> like um, when he uh, when he had that, uh, when, he, when they're fighting the lich at the be- at the first part and he like falls over and he sees the ruby yeah, in, yeah. The, in, the, in the socket, the eye socket, he pulls it out. And then later on, they're like, "Hey, man, you got a you got a ruby of of uh, all seeing." He's like, "Yeah, man, I always keep an eye out." True sight, yeah, <laughs> always keep an eye out. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, no, I think, um, yeah, no, I, I think the biggest problem with this movie is the acting, and and not in so much a way as the actors did a bad job, mm-hmm. as much as it is the script is really bad. Yeah, the okay. sequences aren't great. The fight choreography isn't great. The CGI isn't great. I can forgive all that because this is like, I think the title for this episode might be Proto Mythica. Oh. Because I think if this movie doesn't get made, we may not have a Mythica movie. I know it's 10 years earlier, and I know yeah. that it's like, it that stories are not the same at all. But just like, while I was watching this film, I was like, man, this is, I feel like I'm watching a Mythica movie. Like, I really do. Like, like a, it's like an, a bad it's, one. Yeah. It's an actual yeah. adventure. Like we have a, we have a, like the plot as crazy as it is for a fantasy movie plot, you know, no matter how good your DM is in any Dungeons and Dragons game, they're all crazy, right? They're just, just the, it's all insane. And I think that this movie really does a pretty good job. You've got the party coming together. You have the one guy who joins and then realizes he can't commit to the full six week timeline for one reason or another. She kills character off in like the first session. Yeah. You have your other two people who also can't commit to the end. You don't kill them off. You just, you know, hey, you're injured. You're going to another town. And then the first guy is like, oh, crap, I can come back. So you you bring him back and he plays the main dude's love interest for the final session. Right. And then that's your that's your that's your game. I think all the characters are pretty fun. I like locks or Lux, however you spell it. Yeah, uh, she's great. Oh, yeah. I think. Dorian, I, I I don't necessarily enjoy his exit because I I think the because I was really confused at his plan. I was like, why did he jump out of a hiding spot to fight a blue or a white dragon? And then I realized that the CGI was just really bad. 
Yeah. And what was supposed to happen was is the, the dragon spotted him. But I couldn't tell the dragon spotted him because the CGI was awful. Um, so he kind of went out. Yeah, that was cool. And then he, <laughs> he comes back yeah. anyways. So what's it matter? Like apparently he shows up at the end and I thought it was a continuity error. And then I, I read the thing and it says here that, uh, spoilers in three, two, one, Nim and Ormeline are being shown approached by Dorian, comma, implied to have both died and gone to outer planes. Yeah, they they died. And so they die. That's the, I think that's the implication is they die and they're seeing him. And oh, whatever. homegirl had her arm. She had like a new arm. I could see like the sewing yeah, marks. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Confused. I, I I are confused. Fair enough. If that's the case, then that's the case. Yeah, you who know. knows? They, they don't do a good enough job explaining <laughs> that. But yeah, no, I think um I think it's much better than the first. I've, I've kind of already said it a couple times here, but I think as a story, I think it does a much better job. Yeah. Okay. In all ways. In um, all ways. And, yeah. And Marlon Wayans wasn't in it. So it was definitely So my, I agree with you mostly. I think my biggest grievance with this film is that they get the MacGuffin, right? They get the orb that controls the black dragon. Is it a black dragon? It doesn't control. It has the all black of its dragon. powers. No. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah in the yeah. first film, it was a rod or a mm-hmm. wand or something or staff mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, controlled mm-hmm. a specific type of dragon. There's one for gold, one for reds. But when they summon the spirits using that orb, Marlon Wayans didn't pop out. <laughs> because if you recall, like at the end of the last film, his name gets erased. There's some weird thing. They're going to go find their friend. He's trapped somewhere, right? Yeah. Marlon Wayans as snails is out there somewhere, immortal, and he just needs us to help him out. Hopefully, The fact that he didn't pop there. back up is a uh, travesty. Hmm. It's a travesty. Hmm. Uh, Agree to disagree. Justice for snails. Hashtag justice for snails. I'm going to start a Tumblr page. No, salt the snail. Salt the snail. Oh, wow. Wow, that's mean. That is mean. No, I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought this movie was a lot of fun. It, it was made on a third of the budget. The first film was made on a budget of $45 million, which is still not a lot. This film was made on a budget of $15 million. I I think I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull a trick out of your hat. Chris, I think the, this film needed was a bit more money. <laughs> In all seriousness, it is shot fine. If it had some better effects, and you're right, some of the acting doesn't quite land. It's very uh, stiff. It's a little stiff. It's a little hammy, right? A little stiff. It, it reminded me more of like Hercules or Xena or something, as opposed to like a, a high budget, like Lord of the Rings or something like that. And I'm glad that they weren't trying to do Lord of the Rings. I think even when we first saw Mythica, I think it gets described as a low budget Lord of the Rings, but it's really not. It has really very little to do with Lord of the Rings, except for they're both fantasy. That's maybe we can split hairs later about that if we, if we really want to, but no, I thought this was a lot of fun. I liked the characters for the most part. I liked the actors. I didn't mind the acting really. I think it fits this type of story. I feel like maybe in editing, they, they could have adjusted the pacing a little bit. You could tell like it's a little rough. Bruce Payne is fantastic. He he plays a great villain. And it was that being the one bit of continuity from the first film, 100% works. They're like, we're going to make it. We're going to make it a long time after. But here's how we're going to bring back Damador because he's dope. <laughs> we only have a budget of $15 million. There's no blue lipstick budget you line in this film. can't be serious. I'm glad that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not, he doesn't have the thing in his head, whatever that was. Yeah. Fun film. Just a lot of fun. I really, really liked it. I thought the costuming was really good. The fight choreography when they're not fighting something that's CGI is pretty good. I enjoyed it. The barbarian just destroying 
those raiders or what have you. Really, really cool. Um, I don't know how many lightning bolts the wizard can cast out of her staff. Apparently, all of them just keeps doing it. Takes out three or four mooks at a time. Really cool battle scene. I like that there were puzzles, but the puzzles felt, they didn't feel forced. It d- definitely felt, felt kind of uh, like Indiana Jones, if that makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. we've got to figure out how to do this, and then there's outside pressure. Yeah. I thought it was really, really well done. I liked this film quite a bit. I don't know if I can recommend it because it is very low rent. It is very, like you said, the quality is not quite there. Yeah. You want to compare it, you call it a proto-Mythica. It's not as good as any of the Mythica movies when it comes to yeah. the quality rating of it. That's what I'm saying. It's but proto. it is an adventure. Yeah. We go on a quest. We get a party together. They all contribute. They're all unique. The guy has green highlighter on his skin. <laughs> and this guy is a rogue. And I mean, they're all a little bit tropey, but this is Dungeons and Dragons. This is where the tropes come from. Like right. this is this is yeah. where they are. So I loved that they were tropey. I love that the barbarian loses control. I love that the rogue pockets a gem as soon as they get the opportunity to do so. Right. And the fighter is just barely holding everything together and trying to be the leader of the party. Like it works. I think it works quite a, uh, well, quite well, actually. Homeboy even does the whole like, oh, I'm a cleric, man. You got to have faith. Yeah. Trust me. That's what you need. You need faith. Faith. Yeah. I, I mean, when it comes to it, like, I guess what I meant when I said that the, like, my biggest problem is the acting. Maybe I should walk that back a little bit and just say the biggest problem with this movie is maybe ha- the direction. Okay. Maybe that's what it is because I do like I agree that it, maybe hammy isn't like the phrase that I would use. Sure. I didn't like it's not that I didn't have faith in Nim, the master thief who shows secret techniques. <laughs> I sometimes had trouble understanding what he was saying, not because he was incoherent or it, like he, he couldn't articulate, but maybe he just wasn't there enough. Like I understood Lux, I understood Barrick, yeah. you know, Ormeline. Shout out, especially shout out to, to Roy Marston as the Oberon the Mage, who I thought was going to be like, I thought he was a um, a hench. Yeah. The entire time. I, that's, I thought all he was going to be was a hench. And it, is, it turns out he wasn't a hench at all. Like he was a, he was a good guy right up to the very end. Shout out to him. That was awesome. Was he, uh, did he turn to the bad guy or did he get murked by that guy? Yeah, no, yeah. He got murdered. Okay, and then that's what I thought. The, okay. Yeah, that's I like, what I meant. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. He was just like, I was like, oh, cool, he's a good guy. And then they show him his servant being pulled away in the dark. And I was like, oh, dang it. Yep, yep. But his lady friend, yeah, Melora, I, I, I don't know if I could, like, I could have used probably a little bit more of her. Like, I thought that, I thought her so? story was compelling, you know? It's just this character who's doing everything that she can to help save her kingdom while she's being turned into one of the undead. It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, the problem with her storyline is that it doesn't fit, really. Like, the, the film is an adventure film, and her storyline's very much... Like, if you just isolated that story, it would be kind of horror, like psychological thriller, maybe. Like, there's a mm-hmm. mystery. we got to figure out these things. I'm doing research, and I'm tracking down clues. And it doesn't get expanded beyond that because it doesn't... Is anything beyond what we saw really doesn't fit that adventure yeah. a genre. But I agree. Like, that type of... that Going deeper into that, maybe a little bit more into the horror aspects, which I think the film's trying to be more lighthearted than than anything. But uh, I think it, it could have worked... Yeah, I don't know if she could have done it, but (laughs) the idea that uh, some dude is sucking your life force out by some a lock of your hair that he ripped off of your head, like that's pretty messed up. Yeah, via like some sort of vision quest or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. It did have kind of vibes of uh, what was it? Uh, I'm going to mention Star Trek again. Star Trek Nemesis. 
where oh, Ron yeah. Perlman like invades uh, Commander Choi's mind or whatever. It's interesting. Straight creeping. Yeah, super, super creepy. I saw you had the um, the trivia pulled up. There's not a lot. I have some trivia for you. Okay. Did you recognize your boy, Uh-oh. Mark? Who? Mark Diamond. No. Which should I know the, him from? First thing. Oh, he was in Die Another Day. <laughs> yeah, he's the at the beginning, I think he's the diamond merchant. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I no. didn't recognize him at all because I don't remember much of that movie. No. Side note for Die Another Day. The opening is the only part of the movie that I really remember. And I think it's probably the one of the better openings in all of Bond. Oh, yeah. People who listen know that I just watched it for the first time a week or two ago. And yeah, that, I said the exact same thing as it was opening. I was like, this is fantastic. The the torture scene being turned into the James Bond song music video intro thing Oh yeah, is great. I will say that it's unfortunate because it has the worst theme song <laughs> out of all of them. Because everything else about it is fantastic. But they, they could have done anybody but Madonna. I think it would have been better. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah. let's go back to the trivia. <laughs> yeah. There was some stuff on there I thought was really neat. I, the Shrine of Kowatoa, I recognized, which was a module for Adv- Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. They name dropped some stuff. Obadiah is a god in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, which makes sense. The Ghost Tower of Inverness, I'd never heard of that. That's pretty cool. Um, Lux herself, is it? Uh, well, the, this, the one that I noticed is uh, Ormeline. Is like I only have two more teleportation spells prepared today. Yeah, <laughs> I never saw her. I never saw her spell book. I just want to point that out. Yeah, who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. You know, it's an adaptation. It doesn't have to hundred percent follow, but I do like it when they have the little things, right? Yeah, like that. Like there's limitations to magic. It's not just a council of mages for some dumb reason. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. Speaking of Ormeline, played by Lucy Gaskell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brightwall Villagers, Sable 3. That's where I recognized her. It's her first movie. She had some television before that. Let's see what else she's been in. An episode of Doctor Who in 07. Being Human, four episodes there. Great show. Oh, Brightwall Villagers' voice in Fable 3. Yeah. That's where I know her from. Yeah. I just made that joke. <laughs> oh, just a couple of voices in Sea of Thieves. So she she's still working up through 2019. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, were there any actors in particular that kind of stood out to you as being maybe you? I know you you mentioned the acting as kind of a negative thing. I know you kind of walked that back a little bit, but were there any that you felt did especially well that weren't Bruce Payne? I already shouted out Roy Martson Oberon. Yeah. I thought he was really really fun. So the name Oberon itself is a cool th- reference. Uh, he's the king of the forest in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Now I thought. Um, What's his face? I don't remember his name. I, I can't find him in here, but the guy who at the beginning, he's like, yo, man, let's fight or whatever. You know what I'm talking the ca- about? The captain of the King's Guard, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, you let me win? Yeah. I thought he was a lot of fun. My favorite uh, my favorite by a long shot was Clax, the kind of hench, but not really hench, and it for himself, bails at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, he plays the uh, the lich. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the Lich is on the side of Damador, and Damador is like, kill him. And he's just like, kill him yourself. <laughs> if you're so powerful, you got this. And then he leaves. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy, I like him. Hopefully he shows up in the third one. I don't know anything about the third one. I've, uh, I imagine, judging from the ratings that pop up when I look up this one, it doesn't get better. But I do not think it's related. Yeah, see, Clax would have been a great 
villain like the kind of keep that continuity of the the sidekick or the minor villain being the main villain in the next one no. i could i would have liked that quite a bit no, um, no. he's definitely my favorite and spoiler alert my choice for kelsey grammar <laughs> we're gonna cast kelsey grammar put him in the makeup put him in the loaf let's get it going i think kg is a, he would have been a great king just the king yeah, yeah. okay yeah i could see it that's a smaller yeah. role yeah or he could have been the the clerk at the very beginning who's like, yo, man, we got to talk about taxes. <laughs> he like, just starts, he starts uh, going into a uh, therapy session. Yeah. Look. Look, Barrick, you got to know when to put your sword away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't have anyone for Cameo Corner, unfortunate. Well, you kind of did with Mark Diamond. Eh. Eh. He's a leading man. No, I meant like he cameoed somewhere else, but yeah, sure. It, it works. It's our rules. Do whatever you want. Who's your idiot of this film? Oh, man. Damador? He's like, I've got all this power just so I can become a hench again? I become a thrall as he, like to this dragon god? Like, no. Like, you could have spent all that time gathering power for yourself and just left, done, done whatever you want. I don't know. It seems like his, his, uh, his end goal to become a hench again was kind of was that actually his plan? Could what, do you think he was planning on betraying the dragon? I thought what he was going to do is he's going to be like, "Yo, burn this place to the ground, and uh, I'll be your dude." And he's and the dragon's like, "Cool," and he flies away, and then they just leave mm. after he burns it down. He gave the dragon back all its power. Like he lost right. his power by giving it to the dragon. So yeah. I, I don't and know. Then, like, it's... and then right at that moment, that dragon could have been like, "Cool," and just yeah, killed him. Yeah. Just a bunch of Which I kind of thought gas. might happen. Yeah. No, it I don't know. It seemed like a short sighted plan. And obviously it didn't work out, but I thought the dragon should have betrayed him. Yeah. That's what I really wanted. I really wanted him to the dragon's like, drop the orb on the ground. Back he just, away. And he lays <laughs> it there and then the, the dragon smashes it and he's like, Cool, thanks. And then steps on him. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, bro. And then the lich is like, yo, what up, dragon? <laughs> Our plan worked. And then it, all along, the lich was the bad guy. That's that's uh, the ending that I was, was expecting. Be like some, some layers um, to it. Yeah. No, there were no wrong. layers. There were no layers. I feel like the idiot of this movie was Malik. Okay. I don't know if you remember who Malik was, but he was the, uh-huh. the evil sorcerer who had kidnapped virgins on their wedding night yeah. and sacrifice him. Yep. Which is kind of idiotic, but what's really idiotic about him is that he teleported into a wall. <laughs> Accidentally, somebody yeah. to- like they uh, they put a small flaw into the pool of whatever, and <laughs> he teleported himself into a wall one day. Yeah, what an it's idiot! Great. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. No, he's he, he's my idiot of the movie, mostly because he kidnaps virgins and sacrifices. Yeah, it's like, pretty messed up. You know, like eh, I don't want to get into the weird you know, sexual politics that is virginity or not. But I feel like, why did they have to be virgins? Oh, because I don't know. I think it's a, uh, it's definitely um Malik. Second. Definitely Malik. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give that to you. I give that to Side you. Side note. If we do manage to play our, our live Dungeons and Dragons session. Yeah. Would you be willing to share with the audience what you plan on playing? Well, I, I, I would, if we do get to do a live one, but I, we haven't really, we've barely teased that we might do that oh. uh, and it might not happen. Uh, but I will 100% be playing a ranger. Damador. <laughs> a what? Damador. Damador. Reincarnated. Uh, no, I, I will definitely be playing. I'll be playing a, a halfling ranger, probably. Mm, I yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, I assume you're going to play a human rogue. No. A, a dwarf uh, hunter. No, that's wow. Um, no. But, but, so I've got, I've got a couple ideas. 
I'll share with you one. Okay. And, and, and listeners, you can have this one for free. A dwarven bard. Okay. His name is Dove. Oh, God. And his musical instrument is his voice. And his songs are shouts in the dragon tongue. Sure. That's might not, be, might, that's might be copyright much. infringement. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> Todd Howard's kicking my door down right now. No, um, I, I, I've always liked the idea of, of wanting to play a, a, a dwarf wizard. Because if you play a mountain dwarf, you get heavy armor training for free proficiency or whatever. So you could, in theory, be a wizard in full plate armor at level one. You can afford it. <laughs> I'm just nice. saying. Nice. No, we, I'm just I, saying. I wasn't looking at gaming the system. I was just looking at having some fun. No. But okay. No, I, I'm not gaming the system either. I just, I think it'd be fun. It'd be like, so what, is, what are you? A wizard? Why are you wearing armor? Because I can't. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a dwarf. I'm a dwarf? Come on, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Look, uh, we all know we're going to do some more Dungeons and Dragons content throughout the month, but we'd love suggestions for other science fiction or science fiction adjacent media for us to watch and review for the upcoming months. You can. Am I, I, what? I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I might have found a movie for us to watch sooner rather than later. Okay. Go back to Mark Diamond's filmography for me, please. Diamond I mean, with the Only y. me and you can see this. This is great pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just cut this part out. Yep. I don't see the problem. Yeah, because I because he interrupted me. Now I got to repeat. Scroll down until death. No, that's not it. Keep going. Uh, keep going. Attack force. It says video. It's not even. Oh, we're not watching Steven Seagal. Keep, no, no. Read the read the blurb. When aliens <laughs> arrive on Earth to harvest human DNA, a special agent is assigned to destroy them without letting the public know they exist. I'm just. I have been trying to find a Steven Seagal sci-fi movie, and I think I found one. And it's 2006, so he's just lost his fastball. I don't know if we're going to be supporting Steven Seagal anytime soon, but I'll, I'll, I'll put fair. it on the I'll put it on the list. I'll put it in the suggestions Discord. We, we can watch it any any way that you can. Well, well, there you go, there you go. I'm putting it in the suggestions Discord. Look, if you out there, if you have suggestions for us, you could throw it in our Discord. There's a suggestions channel. That's cool. You can also email us sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. or just hit us up in the social media at sci-fi-wiseguys wherever that may be. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and uh, don't kidnap virgins on their wedding night and sacrifice them. That's just rude. Don't don't be a hench. Don't yeah. Labor don't, away for a hundred years to become a someone else's yeah. hench. I don't don't know. hench. Get killed by your master, and then your plan is to become a hench again. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Come up with better plans. Shout out, Bruce. <laughs> Bye, guys. Idiot. Jesus, what are you? Why do you hate me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>